Well, hello, everybody. And it must be Sunday. And it must be noon. Because here you are. Here I am. There you are. There, here I am. I'm your nooner every Sunday. Katie K9 is in the house, live and in person. And so I can't thank you enough for tuning me in, spending your Sunday with me. And it's kind of an overcast, cloudy one. But you know what? It's okay. Yesterday was really, really nice. Yeah, I can't believe this is camper. What is this? 19th? 18th? Can't remember. But uh, anyway, so we, uh, it's just, it was it, beautiful yesterday. It's beautiful. Went on a pontoon ride in Big Marine Lake with my friends Ann and Bruce Disher. And uh, we drifted, and it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And, uh, but we drifted enough that when we went to start the boat or the pontoon, I shouldn't say we, I was a passenger. <laughs> but anyway, I said, okay, which way are you going? The vets camp over that way. She says, no, that's how far we drifted. Cause we were playing five second. Uh, have you ever played that game? No. Uh, Leslie. <laughs> My name's Lexi. Lexi. Okay, yeah. I gotta write that. Down. I got a good memory, but it's real short. <laughs> no problem. But anyway, so Lexi, Lexi, you got Lexi on the other side of the window. Mm-hmm. You haven't met on our show. This is the first time, so hopefully you will not be scarred forever <laughs> once you leave today. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's gonna be a great day. There you go. There you go. So yeah, hopefully we'll have your questions. You'll. Got lots of questions for me today. Got stuff I want to talk about. Uh, but yeah, it was just a beautiful day yesterday. And so it was so nice. I, of course, you know, there's always things to do. And so when my friend called up and said, well, do you want to go? I am pontooning. I'm like, oh, 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 fine. And I'm glad I did. Because then now today they said it was supposed to be sunny or even nicer than yesterday. It's like, yeah, that didn't happen. So I'm <laughs> glad I took advantage of that. Uh, also this week, um, are you... A fan of musicals or plays, like going to see plays in person? I haven't seen that many, but I I like musicals. Okay. Well, uh, Friday night, myself and Anne went uh, to see Singing in the Rain, which is one of my favorite movies, uh, played up in White Bear Lake. We have a great theater up there, and it's uh, Lakeshore Players. I strongly recommend that for 30 bucks you could have the best evening and you know it's just a very simple plane not a bad seat in the house instead of fighting the uh, all the traffic in downtown and then uh you know the whatever you call it, you know parking pay for parking and then you got this and that you know you just pull right into the parking lot get out get in and you are watching a play and it was just awesome just awesome and so i can't tell you enough you guys got a chance singing in the rain i think is playing until october 2nd and you need to go see it. If you've seen Singing in the Rain, there's a lot of singing and a lot of tap dancing, right? Gene Kelly, Donald O'Connell, and Debbie Reynolds played it in the original one. And so uh, I was just awed by how you can have that much energy to do tap dancing and then sing and dance at the same time. It's unbelievable. They did a phenomenal job. And the gal that played Kathy, her voice was, I don't know what she's doing, she, I mean, she could be on, on Broadway. She, unbelievable. So the, the whole cast and crew did an awesome job. And there's a surprise that I was totally blown away. Okay, the movie is Singing in the Rain, right? You know, the the iconic, uh, you know, with Gene Kelly walking down the street in the rain and the umbrella, you know, and doing the tap dance and swing, you know, da-da-da. Um, and I, I'm sure you all know that when they filmed that, Gene Kelly was uh, running 103 sick temperature. He was really sick when he did that scene. But anyway, so what surprised the bananas right on me, folks? <laughs> you ready? When it came to that number, which was the final act of Act 1, Real rain came down. It was, I'm like, what? 
what? How is this working? And so I had to go and ask, to, you know, when we went to break, when, you know, with the uh, admission, not admission, intermission, there you go. I had to go up and ask the crew, how does that work? Where did that water come from? And where did that water go? <laughs> and it was, it, there was a, a, a grate in the center of the stage that we couldn't see and then slanted, obviously. So all the water ran into the grate. And then overhead, the, whether the rain came down was centered directly over the grates. And then the water would go in, get cycled out, and then come back around. It was phenomenal. You have to go see there that was singing in the rain there. And it's uh, Hanif, H-A-N-I-F-L, I think it is. Uh, otherwise, just look up Lake Shore Players White Bear Lake, and you won't be disappointed. Like I said, there is not a bad seat in the house. You'll, you'll, you'll just love it. It's great. So I strongly recommend it. And then they got other plays coming up. Which are pretty cool, so you can, you know, check it out. It's just a small, yeah, yeah. I, I was just so impressed. <laughs> but anyway, also too, um, I uh, hopefully you heard uh, during the week. Uh, Hubbard was so nice to acknowledge my twenty years of Katie Canine. Lori and Julia uh, put together a little ditty, and it's been playing on and off throughout the week. And so Rocco put it together. Rocco, he is a star. Uh, he, what he can come up with, and so it it, it pleased my heart. <laughs> That I got acknowledged that, yes, I was here for 20 years, you know, like Lori and Julia, because I didn't even get a cupcake. But anyway, that was worth its weight in gold for Lori, Lori and Julia to, to give me a shout out and, and and thank me for, or not thank me, state, you know, I was here for 20 years. They, they started in June, I started in August. So yeah, thank congratulations. you. congratulations. Well, 20 years is a long 20 time. 20 years, no, I would have thought, I still think it's only been five or six years. I can't believe it's been 20 years. So I want to thank Hubbard for that, uh, Rocco for putting together, and Lori and Julia's lips for saying it so it was it was a cute little ditty so hopefully like i say you got questions uh you know today and uh 651-641-1071 and then we're going to be talking i'm going to be at peterson's mill up in north branch next saturday september 24th uh, they have a pet expo from nine to one and I'm going to be doing at nine 30. I'm going to be doing a seminar about pet nutrition, dog and cat nutrition. And then at 11 AM, I'm going to do a question and answer about obedience. You've got obedience problems. We can work on, you know, showing you, uh, Peterson has, uh, training collars that I like. So if your dog is dog friendly, <laughs> okay, people friendly, if you bring them, maybe we can work, uh, work your pupper out there. Uh, in between times, okay? So it's from 9 to 1, the Pet Expo at Peterson's. And uh, I think Jen's calling in today. He's going to be talking about all the different vendors and the specials they're going to have and stuff like that. Um, and it, it'll it'll be a great time. And then you can, uh, they're going to put, you're going to put uh, their link on my show page on mytalk1071.com. Alexi's going to do that. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's see. Anything new with you? Now, I've never met you. Other I looked in the window. I'm like, who's that? I haven't met this one. <laughs> they just keep coming and going here. Yeah. So, so welcome, welcome, welcome. So you now, how long you been with with the the station? Um, I got hired in June, so I'm pretty new still. Uh, just been here the summer so far. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and what shows do you normally do? Um, I usually do Shop Girls. Oh, okay. And Weekly Dish oh, and right. Dishing Up Nutrition. Oh, all right. Wow, good. There you go. Dishing Up Nutrition, they used to have a rerun right after my show. One of my uh, show was on 4 to 6. Mm -hmm. Now I'm on at, at noon. So. <laughs> but anyway, so welcome to the, you know, most everybody would have a headache when they leave uh, my show. <laughs> between answering show, because there's so much multitasking to yeah, do. Yeah. And so, yeah. So hopefully we won't wear you out that you will want to come back. <laughs> 
So that would be that'll be huge. Okay. So why don't we run to break? I'm gonna give my I always give my trivia question. Okay, and then we'll run to break and come back and then we'll start taking calls. So if you got a you got a question, six five one six four one one oh seven one. Okay, what snack is traditionally left out for Santa Claus? Pizza, cookies, brownies, carrots. We'll be back. Hello, I'm back. All right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, I know we started out the trivia question with, a, I really thought it was going to be something different. Um, yeah, but anyway, what snack is traditionally left for Santa Claus? Pizza, cookies, brownies, or carrots? What do you think it is? Cookies. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and he's, of course, Dan would be happy with anything you left out for him. So, so I started the cri- trivia really, really uh, easy. So that it'll get harder, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. I'll okay. prepare myself. There you go. Okay. Ready? Okay, who's up to bat? Uh, so first we got Mary, and she has a question um, about her cat who has, she thinks she has arthritis, and just things that would help the cat with that. Okay, sounds good. Hi, Mary, how you doing? I'm doing good, and congratulations on 20 years. Thank you, thank you. I'm totally amazed, too. It doesn't seem like I've been doing this I for... I have listened to you for many, many years. Oh, so, I'm impressed. Well, thank you. Yeah, but it's a cat question. Sure. So I've got, I believe she's 14 or 15. Okay. Your old cat. Mm-hmm. And you always have, you know, like things you can put on dog food. Yep. You know, for the joints yep. and whatnot. Yep. Do you have a thing for cats? Okay. Cats are unique because, I mean, they can go horizontal and sideways and vertical and everything, you know, they're, and through the years, jumping to this and jumping to that, believe it or not, if you feel that your cat has got arthritis, uh, uh, a uh, chiropractic adjustment will help them immensely. Also, fish oh. oil, fish oil lubricates the joints, and so that helps a lot with it. And then also, okay. remember, cats are total carnivores. Okay, they have no carb need whatsoever. And see, carbs cause inflammation, all right. So you do wise that you don't give any dry food. You only do good grain free canned food, maybe some raw hamburger, raw chicken, uh, and things like that, because all, you know, carbs create inflammation in our bodies, too. Right. And, and your and your uh, dry food, dog or cat, are at least fifty to sixty percent carbs, and so that's why I would nix all the the dry food. Go to good grain free canned. And if your cat, uh, have you ever given canned food to your cat? I have, and it is super messy. It's like because they would not eat it all. So then it's like washing bowls, washing bowls, washing bowls. Well, how many cats you got? <laughs> Well, I had four. Now I'm down to three. Okay, because uh, with that, what you do, you like, let's say the the um, standard cat, or I mean, st- the standard size is like a tuna can. That's a five ounce can. Okay, because usually yep. the rule of thumb, most of it is a half a can per cat per feeding. All right, 
as to do, you never give more than what they might eat. And cats are lickers. If you ever watch your cats eat, they don't really chew. What they do is they lick it. So that's why sometimes by adding a little bit of warm water with a grain-free can, then they lick it and then they put in their lick the bowl. There's not much left, to, you know, too. But each cat is different as far as how they eat and how fast they eat. And so that's why, like with my cats, everybody gets fed in, in a different place so that when one scarves, he can't run and take the other ones. <laughs> you know, when everybody's done, then what we do is everybody, everything opens up and now you can go and check out the bowls. Everything's done. Okay. But that's about the best yeah. Yeah, and, with, with cats. And it's only the one I'm concerned about that uh, is like 14 or 15 years yeah, old. Okay. And the other two, they're only like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And in fact, they are trying to find something underneath the vacuum right now. Ah, there you go. There you go. And see, by with the young ones, you know, no. by giving, you know, by getting rid of the carbs and going to the grain-free can, you're going to keep the young ones for that. They won't have renal problems. Like when they get to, it can happen like six to eight or for sure, usually about 11 to 12, 13. And so that's why what you, if you put everybody on the same program, it's going to benefit everybody instead of, uh, but it's, it's Absolutely. up to you. Yeah. So it's, it's up okay. to yourself. Yeah, but that's Wonderful. the best. That's the best way. But a little bit, a good fish oil uh, is, you know, uh, and there again, you start out with a couple drops in their food because cats hate change at the beginning, but then they start getting used to, you want to rotate. Don't feed the same thing. Like Nutrisource has got a turkey and liver. They got a country. Uh, oh, you know, we, so, yep. We rotate. Nice. Look Absolutely. at you. Fantastic. But that's what you want to yep. do. And I would, yep. like I say, if you really feel uh, 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 dogs and cats as they age should go to a chiropractor, just like with us, all the years of twisting, turning, jumping and such like that, it will, it's, it's huge as far as getting them uh, to every, for an overall joint help. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Wonderful. Okay, kiddo. Thank have a great so day. Much. Thanks for the call. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that's why with cats, remember, cats have a total car- no-carb need, okay? If you're making a hamburger, give a couple pinches to the to the cat raw. If you're cutting up chicken, flip a couple pieces there. And I know can't, like she, what the caller mentioned, that, you know, I know it gets messy, and then they don't eat it all or whatever. Because then if they don't eat it all, then you're feeding too much, okay? You could start out with a heaping tablespoon and see how they do with that. And I always, at the beginning, add a little bit of warm water to it, so because the cats like more of a gravy because they do lick their food instead of actually chew and if they you know the pieces of dry food are too big yeah they'll lick and then they'll crunch once and then swallow it but anyway so so as far as helping your cat's joints fish oil uh get rid of the carbs and then grain-free canned foods and nutrisource we've got many to choose from okay where are we at um i so far, we don't have any other calls, but I do have Jen on the phone. Oh, we got Jen on the phone. Okay, well, let's start with Jen. Okay. Okay, bring her on up. Hey, Jen, how you doing? Good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. So your how's the North Branch doing? Is it raining? Is it snowing? What's it doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in Minnesota. I could do all of those one day. You got that um, right. That's why I ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually just kind of overcast, but it's it's pretty nice out actually. So oh, that's good. That's good. Now you got <clears throat> excuse me, you got a big event coming up this coming Saturday, September twenty fourth, up there. What's going on? So we are having our annual Pet Expo, and you're going to be joining us. We're super excited to have you back well, again this year. Well, thank you. Thank you. We'll be talking about um, training and nutrition and all the important things that pet owners need to know. Yep, 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 yep. Um, we're going to have a variety of different reps, uh, pet-related reps, 
um, at our store, and we've got uh, promos going on on a variety of different foods, including Nutrisource. Mm -hmm. So it's a great day to stock up on food. You'll have $5 off on a 30-pound bag of Nutrisource, which is a pretty good deal right Very now. Very nice, yes. Everything has you, gone up. Yeah, price. exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be a fun afternoon. We also have a fundraiser going on. Um, there's a couple of small rescues, uh, kitten rescues in our area, and so they're going to be doing um, free will donation, nail trims, and pet photo booth. Oh, my. So okay, okay. be a lot going on. Okay. And now what kind of vendors are you having? You know, are they? Do they have uh, treats or toys or... Uh, clothing for the dogs? What kind of vendors? So we have uh, pet food vendors, a variety of pet food vendors. Uh, we've got um, some that are coming that are uh, on the supplement side of things. We've got uh, pest control, flea and tick, natural flea and tick uh, control. Nice. A um, little bit of toy representation, not a lot. Okay. Um, leashes, harnesses, collars, and uh, mostly it's mostly it's food. Okay. And then we've also got our area uh, veterinarian that will be there to answer questions nice. um, for people who have questions. Oh, that's nice. And then, no, I know Nutrisource is going to be there giving free samples away and so with the other vendors and such like that. And then now, do you know offhand what the cat rescues are that, you know, that you're taking donations for? Um, so it's two small rescues that have just gotten started. One of them, actually, I work with. And oh. it's Rainbow Whiskers Kitten Rescue of Minnesota. Oh, nice. And the other one is No Kitten Around. No kitten, kitten around. Oh, that's yeah. that's clever. That's clever. So together, we um, we have our own little rescues, but we've joined forces, and together we have uh, rescued over 200 kittens in the last two years. Oh, my. Um, been able to rehabilitate them and get them adopted out. And our goal is to just continue to help in the community where we can, um, helping with TNR projects, and then obviously rescuing kittens and getting them good homes eventually. Oh, nice. Uh, once they're healthy and, and strong enough. Nice. Now, uh, with this rescue that you work with, now, are you housing or fostering some of the cats also? Yes. Oh, nice. Yep. Okay. And now you're going to have some yep. cats or kittens up there that are up for adoption? Yes. We okay. should have um, a few of them that will be available for adoption. We do have a few neonatal kittens right now in rescue. Um, they will be with just because they need uh, constant care. Right, yeah. But they won't be available for adoption quite yet, but okay. we will have some that are a little bit older that should be available for adoption right oh, away. Okay. And then now, um, now you also have a, a great line of supplies, you know, I mean, for dogs and cats that are, you know, regularly in the store. And then mm -hmm. if you have, folks, if you haven't been to Peterson's, this is no ordinary. It's, you know, it used to be a, a total feed mill and then, wow, you guys went nuts. I mean, if you ain't got it for a yard, <laughs> whether it's to plant it <laughs> or to put something in your garden or in your yard, uh, you, you've got what you've got up there. Gift buying is huge up there. Huge. Yep. And yep. then, um, yeah, so they got, uh, you know, aisles of, you know, toys for dogs and cats and foods and such like that. And then uh, clothing, you got clothing up there. Yep. And, uh, but now the main thing with the pet expo is to introduce people, you know, to what you do carry, what you do have and have them get educated. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah, and I'm excited about being up there because now I'm doing a, a from 9.30, I'm doing a seminar on yep. pet nutrition, dog and cat nutrition. Yep. And then at 11, I'm going to be doing a Q&A or obedience, you know, things like that. So uh, yeah. so I'm all excited about that. So how how can they go? Oh, why don't you hold on? we got to run to break. So when you come okay. back, you can give the information how they can look it up, find out different things, okay? So Sounds hold good. on. Okay, yeah. what holiday became popular after it was featured on an episode of Seinfeld? Festus, take your plant to work day. Have a bad, bad day. We'll be back. All right, appreciate you. 
tune it in, pod that down. Let's get to the tricks question, the trivia question, so we can get to the callers. What holiday became popular after it was featured on an episode of Seinfeld? Was it Festivus, Take Your Plant for a Walk Day, or Have a Bad, Bad Day? What do you think? Um, I've actually never watched Seinfeld. I'm sorry, but oh, I okay. think it's Festivus. Yes, it's Festivus. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, entered popular culture after it was made the focus of a 1997 Seinfeld episode called The Strike. The holidays the holidays cele- celebration includes a Festus dinner practice such as the airing of grievances and the labeling of easy, explainable events as Festivus Miracles. So there you go. Look at you. Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah, I haven't, I'm not a, uh, a watcher of that either. And so, yeah, I was just, that was kind of interesting in that. But anyway, okay. Take your plant for a walk. Today. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> okay, let's head for the phone lines. Okay, uh, should we put Jen back on? Oh, yeah, yeah sorry about that. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, about that. I got a, got a real good memory, but it's very short. <laughs> anyway, hey, Jen, you still with us? Hey, Jen. Jen. Hi. Hey, there you are. There you are. We're talking about the Pet Expo that's going to happen up at North Branch. Now, I always have trouble with this. What do we call ourselves? Peterson Mill? What do we call ourselves? So we call ourselves Peterson's North Branch Mill. Okay. Okay. And our website is pnbmill.com. And if you go to our website, uh, you will find a promotions and events tab. And if you uh, click on that, you should be able to see our flyer. That okay. is advertising all of the vendors and the promotions that we have going on next Saturday. Okay. Um, otherwise, you can reach out to us uh, by email, or if you like us on Facebook, we also have our flyer uh, listed um, on our Facebook page. Okay. And do you have a phone number offhand? We do. It's 651-674-4425, and okay. it's uh, extension 2 for the retail store. And anybody who answers the phone should be able to help you. All right. And then why don't you give the, uh, give the website again? pnbmill.com. Okay, so that's P is in Paul, N is in Nancy, B is in boy, mill.com. And then Lexi will put that on my, my show page too. And so like I know there's going to be a, a lot of a lot of specials at the store, you know, and then like I say, obviously I'll be talking. And so it'll be, it should be a grand time, fun by all. So I appreciate yeah. you putting on the event. And then now dogs can come as long as they're user, or people-friendly, dog-friendly, and then one thing I tell every event that I go to or whatever, no retractable leashes. Okay. Yes. Oh, if you got a four foot or a six foot leash, great. But no retractable leashes when you go to events with dogs, whether it's inside or outside. Those trip up many people and a lot of bad things happen with them. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, well, I thank you so much, Jen, for calling in. And like I say, hopefully we'll have a grand day for the event next Saturday, the 24th from nine to one. Correct. Nine to noon. Nine, Nine to, to noon. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, better change mine. I put noon. Uh, what? Okay, noon, 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 noon. Okay, we're all set then. Okay, well, you have a great week. I'll see you on Saturday. Sounds good. Thank you, Katie. We'll K- see you next weekend. You betcha. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. There you go. That's next Saturday, the 24th. I am going to be at Peterson's Mill uh, in uh, North Branch. It's a nice drive up there. You can either come up 61, you can come up 35E. And the town of North Branch is really just cute and quaint, too. Well, I forgot to ask Jen if they were going to have the... Usually they have a doings in the park that's right in front 
of uh, Peterson's, and so that uh, where there's vendors there, food there, such like that. Jen, if you're listening, call back. <laughs> See if they are still going to have it. The last couple of years they've had it. So, you know, they have a, a one stand that was uh, better than the State Fair Corn Dogs. That's the name. Better than state fairs, and they build it correctly. It was very, very good. <laughs> so anyway, okay, who's up to bat? Okay, we got Kathy, and she has a flea problem that she just can't seem to get under control. All right, hi, Kathy. Hi, can you hear me? I sure can. Okay, great. Um, so I have two cats. Um, they are indoor, outdoor this time of year, mostly outdoor. Okay. Um, and they have had fleas, and I have tried, um, I wanted to try natural products just because I don't like using chemicals on them. So I did the diatomaceous earth, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't work. I did, you know, I did a couple different times and then combed, um, used like a flea comb several yep. times a day. Yep. Um, gave them a bath in Dawn dish soap. <laughs> that ah. was fun. Um, it, that seemed to help a little bit, but then didn't work. So then I resorted to, well, I did, um, also tried some, uh, like natural sprays. Mm-hmm. Um, then I went to, uh, Kirkland brand, um, the stuff that you put between their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't work. So then I went to frontline that didn't work. So I don't know how to get rid of them. Okay. First of all, you got to understand a flea. You got to understand your enemy. That's the yep. first thing. Okay. Okay. Fleas, eggs, uh, water kills that. So that's yep. why, you know, mopping and such like that. Um, if you know, what kind of vacuum do you have a vacuum bag or do you have a canister? I have a canister, so I have a rainbow vacuum. Oh, so. wow. I haven't seen that. I used to have one of those, too. I love that thing. That thing, boy, could yep. that suck up, I'll tell you. <laughs> yep. Okay, so you got to understand the flea cycle, okay? And so that's why no matter what you use, you got to break the cycle and then take it from there. So first of all, what I would do is I'd put diatomaceous along the baseboards of your house or under your chair, you know, because fleas live to the side of the uh, room, not to the center. Okay. okay, so then the diatomaceous earth where the cats sleep, you just want to, you know, take a baby side and then uh, fill that and zip tie it and just pat 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 now when the dust is in the air you don't want to breathe that in that's bad on your lungs so yep. you might want to you know use a mask or whatever for that okay so that so what we want to do first is that we want to wash everything okay we want to wash uh you know pillows sheets you know things like that so then you want to mop if you have any floors you want to mop water kills the you know the larva okay then what we want to vacuum 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 and now when you vacuum what you can do because of the rainbow that's phenomenal because it's water so those they get sucked in there and they drown <laughs> okay yep. but then yep. you, you want to make sure that you empty it in case somebody survived the event you know empty it like in a garbage can or, or something like that so that you know you can seal them in because you know let's say by miraculously something you know it'll live through that <laughs> you know you, yep. that, that you don't want that okay because if you have a, a, a vacuum bag i tell everybody vacuum once really good put the vacuum bag in a plastic bag and seal it and then go put it into the garbage every time because if you have the bags the fleas will live in that okay so we want to take care of the bedding we want to tell you where they sleep where uh and they go always go to the side of the room where it's calm and then jump on then you're doing it right as far as you want to just pat, you know, that baby sock with the diatomaceous earth. 
Because a flea will walk through that and it, it scrapes them and then they dehydrate and die naturally, okay? Then you're okay. going to help the, the thing uh, as far as the process by doing a flea comb maybe once a day or every other day. Sit with a, uh, a, a, a jar of water with a little bit of Dawn soap in it. So then what happens is that if you catch a flea, you can put them in there because fleas... Are, are they can jump what would be equal to a human jumping over the Empire State Building? Okay, so what you want to do is make sure you got that drop of dish soap so that if you do put the flea in that water, he can't jump back out again. All right. Yeah. But the main thing is for the next three weeks is vacuum, 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 da, mop, 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 and then like I say, you'll, you'll get a handle on the situation. Now, do you have? Do you live by a sandy soil? Yep, uh, we have 20 acres and I sandy and it's all sand. Okay, yeah, because that's what the fleas love, the sand. And so what you can do is you can uh, spread diatomaceous earth in your, in your yard. You don't have to use the food grade when you use the, do it in the yard. But on the in your house and on the pet, you want to make sure it's food grade. All right. Okay. But uh, so this could be a lot because I had fleas. Oh, I'm trying to think, uh, not me personally, but uh, in the house by one cat. I'm trying to think. We've been there 30 It probably was 35 years ago. You know, and I hit the panic button. It's like, oh, my God. I, at that time, I think I had like 12 cats, four dogs. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this could not be pretty. But uh-huh. in three weeks of literally wash, vacuum, vacuum, wash, uh, and then diatomaceous earth, it, 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 it finally okay. paid out. And so that's the whole okay. thing is that you got to break the cycle and it will come together. But just remember the okay. fleas don't live on your pet. What they do is they jump on, they eat, and then they go find themselves a place to sit. And so that's why under the couches, you know, uh, side, you know, on the sidewalls, in the baseboards, things like mm-hmm. that. And, and then like in their uh, bed where they sleep a lot. So that's okay. what you have to nail. But you have to wash it. Well, you know, like I say, is wash water because the water kills the larva to break the cycle of new fleas. So all you have to do is deal with the, you know, the original colony <laughs> and go okay. from there. Okay. But don't get, um, go ahead. There, there's, I don't know if this is related to the fleas, but um, I have one cat that's like scared of the floor. He, when he comes in the house, he won't, he will jump from like our, um, footstool to like he he goes all the way across and he won't touch the floor. Really? And my son had looked it up and he said something about they relate the the fleas to getting them from the floor or I don't know. It's weird. I I don't know if it is related, but huh. yeah. No, I don't understand. I've never heard of that. That's a new that's a new one to me. Okay. But but also to back up, you said you gave the cats a bath. Don't use Dawn soap. That's really tough on their skin. What you okay. want to do is get like a Espanol. That's a, 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 a you know for cats and dogs and such like that. But now when you give a cat a bath, this is where you got to be really smart with you, you dog or cat. If you figure they have fleas, the fleas yeah. will race to the head to go inside the nose or inside the ear. All right. So okay. you start with the soaps and suds around the you know the back of the ears and around the head. So as you get the rest of the body. Wet, they'll gonna they're gonna have a tendency to run into that, and they're gonna run into the soap or the you know, or you mean what you you know soaped up, and so then that they, they'll drown because that's what happens. That if you can leave the soap on a dog or a cat, you know for at least three minutes, you'll drown any fleas that are on them, and then you just okay. rinse then you just rinse them off. But I know giving a cat a bath is, in itself is yeah, it's yeah. tough. It really yeah. is. <laughs> um, what kind of shampoo did you recommend? It's called you? S. It's called S. E S Spaniel S P A N 
OL, I think it is. It's, it's a okay. Minnesota company is what it is. In fact, uh, Peterson's Supply has it up in, in, in North Branch. Uh, but it, okay. it's really good stuff for both dogs, cats, such that it lathers up nice without uh, having a gazillion, um, you know, without putting half the bottle on. Because <laughs> okay. the big thing that you want is you want lather because that's what the fleas are going to get in and then drown in that. All right? But don't use dog dish soap. That's really hard on their skin. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck, kiddo. I'm pulling for you. (laughs) I'm pulling for you. Okay, yeah, that is. See, all the fleas now, because the days are getting warm and the nights are cool, the fleas are looking for a warm place to spend the winter. So you got to pay attention. Uh, Which holiday takes place on March 26th? Is it make up your own holiday day? Is it bubble bath day? Is it hula in the uh, gula day? Or is it festival of the sleep day? We'll be back. Thanks for staying with me. I'm Katie K9. I'm live every Sunday, noon to two. I'm your nooner on Sundays now. I used to be on four to six. So please pass the word that I am on from noon to six. And, and Lori and Julie have been nice enough to be, uh, thank, you know, say, uh, wish me well for 20 years on the radio. And so they're, they, on that little dinghy, they put down and they've got you know, kind of a promo for my new time slot also from noon to two. So please uh, mark that down. Spread the word every Sunday noon. All right. Which holiday takes place on March 26th? Make up your own holiday day, bubble bath day, hula in the gula day, and fe- or festival of sleep day. What do you think it is there? Um, I'm going to go with Festival of Sleep because I, I feel like that deserves its own holiday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> nope, it's Make Up Your Own Holiday. One of our favorite days of the year, Make Up Your Own Holiday, is a chance to throw away the rule book and celebrate however you like. That's March 26th. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. What holiday would you make up? Well, uh, me? Mm-hmm. Um, have a beer day. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Though I don't know, you know, like I say, I just like gets togethers. I don't need a holiday, sure. you know, type thing. It's like, hey, come on over and play sequence, or you know, come on over, have a beer, sit up, sit in the gazebo. I'm just, you know, yeah, the holidays. There, I'm not. Uh, I used to be a huge Christmas, you know, the Christmas mm-hmm. gal. Mm-hmm. You know, as my daughter fondly would say, <laughs> Christmas threw up in our house. Oh, no. <laughs> and anyway, but, you know, then when she got older, you know, Christmas is all about the kids. It really is. You know, yeah. when you've got kids around, you just go that extra thing, you know, to feed Rudolph and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, so it kind of, as you get older, it's kind of like, eh, you know, but if you got kids in your life, then, you you know, that perpetuates it and makes you be a kid, too. It's kind of cool. Sure, that makes during, sense. Yeah, during Christmas, well, until COVID hit. Uh, I would buy a whole bunch of candy canes, and every time I went into the box stores, you know, whether I'm grocery shopping or whatever, and if I saw kids or somebody that needed a smile, I'd give them a candy cane. You know, oh, so I liked handing yeah. out candy canes to spread the cheer. But then COVID hit, mm. and nobody, oh, stand back, stand back. <laughs> so I'm hoping that maybe this sun, this uh, Christmas, things will lighten up, and I can go back to handing out candy Yeah, canes. I think so, especially if they're candy canes. Like, a lot of them have the plastic coverings oh exactly oh, that, yeah exactly like yeah. and then i have a choice you can either have the traditional chain uh, candy cane or you can have you know they come in so many different flavors you know mm-hmm. yeah they're pretty good pretty tasty okay let's head for the phone line okay we got uh julie and she has a question about peppermint oil all right peppermint oil excellent for everybody hi there julie what can i do for you well i have a friend she lives in an apartment and i've been in her and she has a cat okay and i've been in there and she she, my friend simmers peppermint oil in a pan on the stove because she likes it. Okay. And it clears her sinuses, she says, and everything. Yeah, it, it does. It works well for that. 
but when I go up there, it almost makes my eyes burn and um, my nose. I mean, I can't. It's too strong. And I'm wondering if, if her cat is doing okay with that. If the cat has an exit, this is with any animal or human, if they're... If you have an exit to get out of it, you're okay. But if, if it's like a one room and it's in well, every room. small apartment. Yeah. No, it's then your cat is. <laughs> it's not good. Because, see, that's why, um, like, people that work in a pig barn or a horse barn or a cat hoarder that, you know, you walk in there and the smell just knocks you over. When they live in it, they don't see the potency of it. All right. Yeah. Oh, they de- their senses get desensitized. So, like, when you walk into the apartment and you're like, "Holy moly!" That's exactly the. But the the cat, if he doesn't have an opportunity, like to go outside or go into another room that does not have the smell, that's not good. So the cat can't get used to it. No, no. And so that she'd be wise to either. Well, uh, we've had Amy DeLong on the show, you know, with oils. Yeah, and, and so I can't remember what she said right, about this coconut oil. I don't think it was meant for. Uh, uh, Cats and dogs. Okay, right. But the thing is, is that you only do a diffuser maybe once or twice a, a day for maybe a half hour to an hour, and that's it. Then the smell goes away. No more. Don't keep mm-hmm. perpetuating. Well, well, it lingers for days after she stops, you know, simmering it for a while. Yep. But she says her cat likes it, but, you know, I'm, <laughs> I didn't know that. And I do notice that since she's been doing this, the cat does hide like it's trying to get um, under and around something to get yep. away that's you, what i think well yes no you're very good very observant uh, you can tell her to uh email amy williams delong d-e-l-o-n-g go to her website amy williams delong.com Okay, and there, if you go to my uh, my talk one zero seven one my show page, scroll down. I know her link is on my show page. Okay, go to your show page first. Yeah, do, yeah. Do you, if you don't want to try to remember Amy Williams DeLong, okay. So then, anyway, so then pull up her website and have that gal send an email to Amy asking about you know is if peppermint if it's kind of strong in a one bedroom. You know, I mean one. It's like three rooms, but they're all kind of connected. Okay, yep. Or you can just, why don't you do that for her? You know how to phrase it right. Why don't you go to, you know, amywilliamsdelong.com, and then you send the email, and then show her the answer, okay? Because yeah. Amy will tell you that, you know, they, there has to be an out for all animals so they can get totally away from the smell. If they can't, it can over... Can it make them sick or just crazy in the head or well, anything that, like that? They just not, not like it. Just not like it. And I would say, just like with a human, you become more crabbier. You know, whereas, oh, you just, you know, you're not, you're upset. And like you said, the cat seems to be hiding, like he's trying to get away. Well, that's, that's a huge part right there. So she should keep her pepperminty to the, to the bathroom so she can shut the door, but the rest of the house is not affected. She likes to smell it all around, but, um, I know that mice don't like it. Right. Yep. You're right. Yep. Yep. No, like I say, but I would email, I would email Amy and she'll be able to give you the particulars. And maybe if it comes from somebody yeah. that, uh, you know, is in the business. Now, see, my grandma, Wonky, you always knew she wasn't feeling very well. When you walked into the house, you could smell pe- peppermint. But yep. what she did is she took like a pot, boiled water, put a couple drops of peppermint in there, and then, uh, then she would, you know, shut it off. And she'd take a towel and put it over her head and then slowly inhale the vapors to clear up you know she was feeling poorly or if she had a cold or whatever yeah. so it didn't affect effect you could smell it but not, not smell so. it <laughs> yeah, then she would turn it off after she gave herself that treatment yep oh exactly exactly and so that's why you do it for the sake of her cat 
Yeah, That's I what, feel I, sorry for the cat. Yes, yeah, I think you're right. But email Amy and then find out and then relate the message. But Amy always is a big advocate that if you use any kind of scent or oils, it's only a, you know for small parts of time. Mm-hmm. And the animals. Amy should, Williams DeLong. Yep, yep. And so, like I say, you can go to mytalk1071.com to my show page, and there's a link there. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Katie. Well, good luck. Thank you much for the question. It's a good one. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, peppermint is a cure and uh, for a lot of things. And like I say, I do. Like if I feel like a cold coming on or even during the COVID, you know, to keep my sinuses and, you know, to try to get rid of some of the stuff that was in out in there, you know, yeah, it cleaned you out real good. But you got to be careful when you boil the water. I don't boil it, boil it. You know, I put a couple drops of peppermint extract in there. And then, uh, you know, so it's you kind of steamy, but you start out with the tail. Uh, your uh, towel over your head and you slowly come towards the pot slowly inhaling through your nose okay because otherwise we just quick you know inhale real quick you might burn your nose if the water's too hot so you got to really pay attention to that so yeah and, I, haven't, I haven't tried that trick before that sounds it does it, wor- be it really works i kidding and then plus at the same time you give yourself a facial uh-huh. You know, you're opening all your pores sure, and such yeah. like that. And so, yeah, that's, it's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it, but any kind of oils, as Amy DeLong would say, is that you, you have, they have to have an exit. Um, and that's why, like I say, people that are, you know, hoarders where they got cats all over the place and that you, and you knock, the smell will knock you off your feet, but they are immune to it because they live in it. But the problem is the cats and dogs, their sensories are different, and they can't, they, it, they, it gets overwhelming. So anyway, folks, okay, say we'll get back to you. Okay, what part of the chocolate Easter bunny do most kids eat first? Arms, feet, stomach, ears. We'll be back.